Hale. This is the Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. I'm Kane Hall and I'll be keeping you up to date with all the local sport with my trusted sidekick, me, Danny Shaw, as we preview the weekend sporting action every Friday from 7 till 8. Hey up indeed, and guess what, it's Christmas Eve, and that's right, I do have my trusted psychic, I know it's not Friday, I know it's not Friday, but he is here, oh yeah, Danny Shaw, hey I'm almost uh, full 24 hours early this week, I, I know, <laughs> you're doing well my friend, <laughs> you are doing very very well, Merry Christmas to you, and Merry Christmas to everybody else who is listening as well, thank you to Glenn who's just been on before as, as well as um, Martin who just dropped some, some sweeties off for uh, us presenters over this Christmas period. Are you feeling Christmassy Danny? Are you feeling in the spirit of it? Uh, yeah, why that, not? That didn't sound like a yeah. <laughs> that sounded like a I can't really be bothered. It's, uh, it is what it is. Reaching 30 now, I'm not really that bothered. But You're reaching 30? Reaching 30, yeah. I wouldn't put you past a day over 45. <laughs> Oh, cheers for adding the five. You're, you're uh, welcome. I've, I've been known as being folly. Bloody hell. Well, you know, you are knocking on now. I know. Uh, but it is worth it for kids. Uh, for me niece and nephew, seeing their faces on uh, on Christmas morning, that's what I look forward to. Of course, of course. That's what we all look forward to. If you've got little ones around, but uh, I've just got a dog who, well, we tried to play the board game early and he just went to sleep on, on, on the board, put his yeah. head on the board and just went to sleep. Good Pretty dog. cute. Pretty oh, yeah, cute, but, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wanted to play, but... <laughs> he didn't understand what was going on. Uh, good evening, Dave, and good evening, Helen, to you as well. Good evening to everybody else. Obviously, it's still going to be the Kane Hall Sports Show. Obviously, we've done a show. We're going to be talking a bit about sports. We're going to have a bit of a quiz as well. And I think I've, uh, well, me and Danny, tradition, we've, we've brought each other a present, which uh, means uh, we'll be opening them one. So it'll be interesting what we've got each other. Yeah. Yeah. Good evening, Andy. And Dave <laughs> says uh, that means your dad must be old then, Dan. Oh, that's a, that's harsh, is that, Dave? It's a bit rude, is hey, that? Isn't it? He's not wrong though. Oh, he's getting up there. Is he? Oh yeah, he's a he's a he's an eighty-year-old man in a sixty-year-old man's body. What, it was funny the other week, Danny. We went on a social <laughs> distance walk. Oh didn't yes, didn't we? Um, and uh, your dad was fuming that I had to walk a, a good <laughs> few paces extra to his front door. Yeah, and you could tell he was fuming because we must have been about hundred yards away, and we could hear him. Slam the door. Oh yes, yeah. He uh, he want to uh, to impress. I left uh, left him enough room uh, <laughs> to get himself uh, get himself packed up, but uh, yeah, he uh, he couldn't quite do it. Got out of his car and slammed it so much that they uh, they heard it in Dewsbury. So yeah, that, that's what we like though. You like to wind up your uh, your parents on this. Uh, oh yeah, this festive season. That's what it's. Definitely. That's what it's all about. It was an, uh, an early Christmas present for myself. Early Christmas. And have you got a Christmas jumper on tonight, Danny? No, you don't. I'm very disappointed. No, I don't. I don't have one. Pardon? I don't have one. Do I have a Christmas jumper? Oh, wow. Yeah. No. Wow. I. Uh, it's just have one. I, I, I don't know what you want me to say with that. But just disappointed. Shall we crack on with the show, Danny? Uh, why not, yeah. Let's go for it. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Right, Danny has also done for us a quiz. Not a quiz question this evening, a quiz. Yes. So if you are going to get involved with the quiz on the chat box, please send me a yes 
and then I can, or Danny can, write down your answers as well, you know? So we're all involved, we're all involved. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All involved. But Danny, shall we kick off with a bit of, bit of football? Uh, absolutely, why not? Yeah. You might as well, aren't yeah. we? Um, and who do you want to kick off with? Ooh, uh, oh, we'll score with Leeds. They did have the uh, the high, well, I won't say highlight, but they had the uh, the biggest game. Of yeah, the week. there was a there was a huge game for Leeds United this week, and it was against arch enemy rivals, yeah. Manchester United. Down at Old Trafford, obviously no fans in there due to social distancing rules. But Danny. It wasn't what Leeds were expecting, was it? No, no, definitely not. I think um, one thing you can sort of say about Manchester United this season is they've looked a little bit shaky. Uh, they have been winning games, uh, they've been doing themselves all right, but they've been they've still looked beatable, um, whether it be by bottom of the table, Sheffield United, or whether it be you know one of the high flyers. They still look beatable, and I think Leeds... Uh, well, these didn't change the game plan as, as well they never do because they no, play their way. That's the way they play. Exactly. And uh, unfortunately, it kind of went against them this time. Um, it left them a little bit open. Manchester United uh, basically just took their chances better than what Leeds took their chances. Leeds could have got a few more, um, don't get me wrong, but I think Manchester United were the more clinical of the two and uh, and it, the scoreline probably made it look a little bit easier than it was. But it was a generous scoreline, but they did deserve to win the game. Yeah, six two is quite a big, quite a big one. Yeah, um, but you know, is the way is it? Marcelo Bielsa has also come out afterwards. Didn't he do some sort of a presentation? Yeah, a forty-one minute presentation on how Leeds were actually the better side in that game. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. He's on another level, isn't he? Oh yeah, definitely so. But do you believe him? I, I do believe I do. him. I do. I, I do believe him. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's. Uh, well, I mean, he's, he's won uh, won some awards. He's been nominated for the uh, for the best coach of the year um, this year. Unfortunately, lost out to Jurgen Klopp, but not really a bad person to lose out to. Um, so, I, to be fair, ever since his first one, um, in response to the uh, to the derby thing, I think he's an absolutely fantastic manager. And yeah. I, I love everything that he does. I do absolutely as well. love everything brilliant. about him. I think he is absolutely brilliant. Um, evening to you as well, Ali. If you're joining in with the, the, the quiz this evening, not quiz question, please put yes in the chat box. And Helen says, Danny, you predicted a Leeds win. I did. Mm. I did. Disappointing. Uh, it didn't cost me, though. Oh. No. oh, no. You only got your 10 points out of that, Ken. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'll take a 10. Yeah. I might need it in the end. But, Danny, you know, we're coming up to the transfer window as well. Oh yeah. Um, Leeds they play Burnley on Saturday. Yeah. Another big game. Um, definitely, and I think the reason why is because Burnley are starting to pick it up again now. Um, they had a bit of a I don't, know, I don't know if I want to say hangover or I don't know what it was. It, it to was be honest with a you. very slow start, which yeah, I don't think Burnley have necessarily had slow starts in the past, but it was looking worrying uh, for quite a long time. But all of a sudden, they've picked up some results. Um, they've got them send some some good wins and and they look like a threat to, to pretty much anybody uh, that they're coming up against. Uh, they certainly do, Danny. I do agree with that one. And and it's it's again it's it's Burnley. Yeah, they were such yeah. a tough <laughs> side to beat. Oh yeah, but Leeds are at home. 
they they are, have, yeah. They've got that advantage. Is it an advantage? It's only a very slight advantage. The only advantage being that obviously there's tolerances when it comes to football pitches so it's the tolerances that Leeds United are, are used to as opposed to the ones that Burnley are used to Yeah. so it is very 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 slight as we know that the home fans definitely do make a difference in a majority of football games but you know it's it, it's one of them everybody's sort of playing with yeah, the same thing of course um, just something I want to talk about the last game that Leeds played against Manchester United Calvin Phillips was brought off at half time mm. what do you make of that one De- bearing in mind there were 4-1 down at this time yeah is that it, it's a bizarre one because even if you are changing to be more attacking uh, you still want somebody like uh, like Phillips in there disrupting the play um, basically being the, the midfield general for you so to bring him off is quite peculiar I don't really know why um, in that sense it's it's kind of a, a waste of, it'd be like changing your goalkeeper um, it does seem be, that way yeah being 4-1 down um, like yeah fair enough I might have had a bad one but there's no point in taking him off I'm wasting a sub no. get somebody in that can change the game but you know Phillips is that player that well, he's not the player that can change a game, but he can certainly help change a game. Um, so leaving him out there would, in my view, would have been the better thing to do. Um, but for some reason, he's, uh, he's taken him off for a tactical reason. And uh, I think that's something that uh, Bielsa needs to, well, I won't say answer for, but I think uh, he needs to, to give a little bit of an explanation just to sort of say, well, I brought him off to do this and that and, you know, yeah, let the I mean, fans decide. From what I know, Danny, yeah. from uh, you know my inside knowledges that I have, um, Calvin, not very happy about it. No, I can't imagine that it would have been no no footballer, unless they have absolutely run themselves ragged for 70 or 80 minutes and they are almost collapsing on that pitch and want to be taken off. Um, no footballer will be happy at being Well, taken no, off. but I mean, you know, he's not even spoke to his best friend for no. a couple of days. No, it, it was you know it was not happy. Yeah, and under, it is understandable, but you know, I'm sure Bielsa and him would have spoke now, obviously, yeah, yeah. and Calvin will be fine. I'm not, I'm not trying to make up a runa that he's unhappy at Leeds because we know for a fact that's where he wants to be. Yeah, definitely. But in the time frustrating to come off, um, the next game that Leeds have also. Good evening to you, Martin. And stop, you, you're interrupting again, Martin talking about rugby lead I'm going to come on to it later on in the show man come on um, and Ali you haven't missed the quiz question but I need to know if you are playing in the Christmas quiz that Danny has yes. set up for us the, so. uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh. I, don't, I don't really want to call it this but I just thought of it oh okay the 12 days or the 12 yeah 12 days of Christmas oh that dear. is terrible that's it nearly is terrible. as bad as one of mine but I really enjoyed it it is, it I is. enjoyed it and the only thing that that's telling you is that there's 12 questions yeah there's to not, answer yeah it's just 12 questions 12 questions else. to answer that's it um, but Danny the next game that Leeds have after Burnley on Sunday is Tuesday the 29th and they are away at West Brom mm-hmm you know, West Brom up and down. Sam Allardyce is now in charge there, so West Brom are obviously going to stay up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. For sure. Maybe. 
But does that mean it's going to be a tougher test for Leeds? Um, I would think so. Um, I mean, he did preside over the last game, I think the last three in at home, um, to rivals of Villa, if they I'm certainly remembering did. the right they certainly fixture. did, yes. So, obviously, that wasn't a cracking start, but he had only just got in. Um, they'll should be, I think, they're, I can't remember who West Brom are playing. They've got Liverpool on Sunday. Liverpool on Sunday, so that obviously isn't going to go well for them. So, they're going to be looking, probably at the Leeds game being the first one that they can really take a hold of and try and get something out of. Will they be looking at Leeds the first game to take something out of, or the 2nd of January when they're at home to Arsenal? True. <laughs> they might look at Leeds and think, we mm, might struggle with this one, but Arsenal, we could take that one. But anyway, Leeds, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, no, definitely. They'll be, they'll be thinking of Leeds, but they won't be preparing... F- uh, sorry, they'll be thinking of Arsenal. Uh, but they won't be preparing for Arsenal yet I'd imagine um, no of course I mean in football you prepare for the next you're game preparing for Liverpool the next game and with Leeds coming so soon after um, they're going to be giving a little bit of a side note for that one until the Liverpool game's done uh, as soon as the Liverpool game's done that's it full focus Leeds and I think they're going to especially after you know seeing the last result uh, that Leeds got they're going to think well hold on they might be licking the wounds a bit here if it doesn't go well from at Burnley then we could really knock them. Yeah, but do you have one eye on what's going on in the next fixture? Such as Huddersfield did it the other week. Yeah, yeah. Bournemouth, they made six changes because they knew they had more of a chance of getting a point at Coventry. Well, I think in certain... Is is it a similar situation? In certain scenarios you do. For instance, you're in the relegation zone. You're coming up against the champions um, who are... uh, uh, well, they're back at the top of the table uh, for this season, so they're definitely, definitely going to be a tough prospect. So you've kind of got to look at that one as a freebie, I think, from West Brom's point of view. That's a bit of a free one. Um, you know, you can go for any type of football that you want to do. If you want to test something out, Big Sam probably going to be really defensive and try and nick one at 90th, but they're going to try something. But they're going to be really preparing, I think, for the Leeds game. Yeah, but Leeds, Leeds have got a lot of attacking pros. You know, they create oh, chances yeah. for fun. So, you know, I do still think that they'll get a result at West Brom. And I think they'll get a result against Burnley as well. But, Danny, in terms of the transfer um, situation, the squad and the depth and the injuries, do Leeds need to look into it? Um, I I would say so, yeah, because it seems like the majority of the players that have come in sort of uh, to uh, put themselves forward for like squad rotation. And where do they need to go as well? What, what position do they need to look at? Oh, I, I think um, we've talked about it before, but I think a striker. Um, if not, do, re- do they need a striker it, it, now? No, but not necessarily to replace Bamford, but as to a go backup. with him. Or to go with him, yeah, to give him another option. Um, having Bamford as the as the only option is a bit worrying. Um, there are players that could probably take that role, and you know, like Rodrigo. Rodrigo um, can he, play there, he, yeah. He of can course. play as a striker, definitely. But you know, he's he's kind of enjoying his football where he is. So yeah. why not get another out and out striker, or the first out and out striker? Um, at the club and uh, and you know give them a couple of runs every now and then if Bamford's feeling tired or yeah yeah of course uh, he's gone off a of form which yeah happens you know it it does happen yeah it happens um, so there is that um, I think they're going to have to look at the defence again because uh, at the moment they're playing what two wingers at left back and right back and the right back's going into uh, centre yeah centre back they're just all over the place I think defence is somewhere 
that they certainly, Danny, yeah. need to look at. They definitely need to bring um, some players as in. soon as possible. I'll just get them players fit that they did bring in. Yeah. Um, Lorente being one of them, he needs to get fit. Uh, Robin Koch, he's, you know, he's struggled, big injury. Uh, Liam Cooper needs to stay fit. He is vital to that Leeds United team. Some other vital um, people for another team we'll come on to in just a second. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Daniel looks a little bit confused, but I'm talking about the news that we've had out of Huddersfield Town today yeah. that Carlos Carberan and his coaching staff have signed a new deal. Christmas has come early, <laughs> come early for Huddersfield Town fans. Yeah, is it till 2024? I think I read. Till the 2023 to 2024 oh, season. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic news. Chatbox, what do you make of that one as well? But Danny, massive for this field. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they've they've done well so far. And you can tell that things are getting better as a result. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, a lot of fans are, have still got the, uh, the drubbing at Bournemouth in the back of their mind. But, you know... Sometimes it happens. The, the might, it, it's, yeah, it's, the it's, might it's, not, it's not great, but what's happened since um, uh, an away point and a decent win over <laughs> over one of the teams. This is this is the thing, Danny. Well. This is the thing, right? Bournemouth. At the end of the day, if you had any sense, you know. I'm sorry, you know, you're not going to get a point at Bournemouth. Yeah, it just it's end of Bournemouth is still a Premier League squad. Yeah, they still are. Okay, it might be a lesser Premier League squad, but they still are. And you're going all the way down to Bournemouth, and we uh, Huddersfield Town do not have the squad capacity to to compete with Bournemouth. No, that simple. You're not going to get a point there. That's why you drop and change. That's why you lose five nil. Simple. Yeah. But, but you change your team out, give some of the other players a rest. You chop and change, like you say. You get a point away at Coventry. You take that the win in the season, and then you beat Watford at home two nil. Yeah. Watford were third in the league. Yeah. And you beat them at home. 2-0 yes you take the chances ok you wasn't really dominant in the match you didn't take as many shots but you were the better side and you took the chances and that's what it's about yeah definitely um, can't really argue with that I mean <laughs> uh, in the end Watford ended up sacking the manager uh, shortly after that result uh, so it must have been a really good result um, it was an uh, unbelievable uh, result especially in the eyes of uh, the Watford board um, if uh, if you know being third in the table isn't good enough um, fair enough they might have dropped that fourth but meh, they're still in and around there but you know they've got rid of him Huddersfield they're looking good um, it's been a fair few uh, fair few 2-0 wins at home uh, in a row I think now for, yes, uh, for Huddersfield Town 4 in a row 2-0 wins uh, that's not bad Let's uh, turn it into a bit of a fortress. Make sure that's that, what it uh, needs to be. The return game against Bournemouth make it a little bit harder. Yeah, make it um, a little bit harder for them. Exactly that, Danny. Yeah, and uh, I can see that coming. Mm. And yeah, the uh, the coaching staff have been rewarded because, let's face it, they haven't exactly got. They've got nothing. An amazing uh, team. They've got a decent team and a team that's probably still coping with the fallout from the uh, Premier League of relegation. Of course they are, Danny. Of course they are, Danny. So, so with what they've got. They're doing a fantastic job, and you know, once they, they make a few um, few signings, we've seen uh, the Brazilian forward. We're going to come on to a couple of them in a minute. Um, so there's some potentially some exciting transfers coming up, and if they can uh, if they can get at least some of them, they're going to strengthen the squad, and they're going to have a real good crack at it. Whether it be you know a late push at the end of this season or next season, 
but yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen at town. Andy says, good news with Carlos. Hopefully Santa brings me some white chinos. Um, but Danny, Ryan Schofield was uh, a massive, massive player for Huddersfield Town in that 2-0 victory over Watford. Mm. How good is it that we've got an academy player coming through the ranks and making performances like that? I- I'm absolutely, uh, absolutely loving it because... At Huddersfield Town over the past few seasons, it's been lone goalkeepers and half, you know, own Free goalkeepers. Free transfers has just been. It, They've been reserve goalkeepers, and then sort of in Ben, ben Hamer's case, uh, he got sent out on loan um, while we brought in Grabara um, and then Lossel. Lossel come in, uh, so it was just all loan signings. We did get Lossell uh, when we were in the Premier League, but that was when we were in the Premier League. As soon as we went down, he moved on to somewhere else, which, eh, fair enough, can understand that. Um, but yeah, other, other than Lossell, over the past however many years, it's just been reserve goalkeepers for other teams, it's been, like you say, free transfers. So it's good to see that you know a youngster, and a highly rated youngster as well, playing at England in, in under 19s. 19s and stuff like that, coming through. Love it! I can't, I can't wait. I, I really do hope it becomes the number one. No disrespect to Hamer, but I, I, I've loved seeing him progress because I have kept uh, kept a bit of an eye on him uh, when he's been going out to uh, to these other clubs on loan, and he seems to be doing a good job wherever he goes. Yeah, he, he really is, and that's nothing to take away anything from Ben Hamer this season, who has been absolutely superb for this field. And I think Hamer will still be the number one, yeah. and maybe until at least his contract finishes. But Ryan Schofield, there's definitely someone there with that potential now you know you're talking about um, the coaching staff and that's because Ryan Schofield is playing so well because of how the coaching staff have come in and done the job now I think it's also a bit of a ploy that you know keep our hands off Carlos keep your hands off his hours sort of thing there'll be a good few clauses in there because it's not someone you want to get rid of no no, definitely not Uh, don't want him uh, don't want him going before his well, we don't want him going at all at this moment in time. But <laughs> no. uh, for as long as he's doing well, you want to make it difficult for anybody to try and uh, snatch him away from you and make sure that the uh, that the club is is heavily compensated um, if that scenario does play out. Uh, because it is changing a lot of things uh, within the team. And it is good things. Good things are happening. Um, and it's nice to see. <laughs> it's nice to see and it's being built up... Um, over time it seems and it seems to be you know no shortcuts it's not a case of some teams where you just see you know somebody comes in with a blank check and goes here you go here's your transfer budget how much do you want yeah um right well we're gonna buy 17 million pounds worth of players uh well 17 million pound per player uh get ourselves into premier league and then you know scrap out relegation for the next three or four seasons before we drop back down get parachute payments and try and get back up um but that's you know that's what happens with some clubs, but that's not that's what that's not what it's not happening. Town it's does. not happening. They're doing it a very good way, and yeah. Carlos is doing a fantastic job. Dave says, "Guys, catch you later. Scran time for me and the wife. Have a good one, and my regards to your dad, Danny. Good evening. Uh, sorry, good night to you, Dave. Have a wonderful Christmas. I just feel town. Yes, Danny. They, you know, chance to talk. We'll come on. We are going to come on to that in just a second. Um, but they do have two games coming up. The first one." Is on Boxing Day away at Barnsley. That's a nice stuff. That's a tough one, isn't yeah. that? Yeah. Because it's a derby and oh, it's yeah. Boxing Day, which makes it even tougher. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I, well, 
I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. I am as well. Absolutely. So I think I'm going to be uh, listening in, or if I get a chance, watching it somehow, because uh, I think it's going to be. It's not going to be maybe as tasty as a game if the uh, if the fans were there, but it's still going to be a good game, I think. Um, Barnsley, they're kind of not in exactly a great run of form, and they're going to they do kind of need a win um, to try and get themselves steady again. But obviously, Huddersfield Town form that they're on, you know, they're looking good. Um, so it's going to be an interesting game and hopefully an attacking game. I hope so as well, but there's going to be either bigger game for our Sports Time presenter, Mike, out on Tuesday, the uh, 29th of December, as Huddersfield Town host Blackburn Rovers. And by the way, there will be full live commentary with no echo on that game <laughs> as well that evening, uh, brought to you by yours truly. Uh, in the stadium, where I'll be, and also we'll have Mike uh, here in the studio is that, is that Stan if you're available because he loves doing sports time with you but that again that's going to be that's that's going to be such a tough game Blackburn are playing so well this season oh yeah definitely um, but saying that uh, Mike if you're listening it's going to be a 9-4 to Huddersfield Town <laughs> um, nah nah it's, it's going to be a tight game as you say Blackburn are looking good uh, Huddersfield are also looking good so I think this is uh, it's one of those games it can you know it can go either way yeah I think it truly can go either way um, any, any team that loses that I don't think is going to be too disappointed yeah um, it, it's not going to be great but both teams are doing well a loss here is understandable for both teams I think um, but they're both going to try and win it they both need points they're, they're looking uh, to get themselves up that table and I think it's it's probably going to be a more interesting game than the Barnsley game I think to it, be fair I think it could be Danny uh, Huddersfield Town you're on about transfers and they've made one they have made one they've signed Danny Grant subject to international clearance so he will join Huddersfield Town on the 2nd of January they're signing from is it Bohemians uh, in yeah, yeah. Ireland he's a forward he's just turned 20, I just said that he just turned 21 years old looks exciting Danny yeah. from what I've seen he's right foot player looks as if he plays on the wing don't get confused with Carl and Grant but it is Danny Grant yeah um, and yeah he's, you know what's strange for me Danny is that Carlos wasn't really sure he didn't know he was going to sign him uh, oh as in another team was going to get him or nope all right. As in, he didn't know that Lee Bromby and the club were signing him. Ah, okay, right, okay. What do you make of that one? Um, well, I think that goes against what we heard earlier on in the season where, you know, everything was being run through Carlos. And if Carlos doesn't know about it, then obviously something's gone wrong there. Um, mm, but do we trust the recruitment? One. Do we trust recruitment? Um, I think we've got to at this moment in time. Um, and sort of wait to see what happens, how it plays out, um, and then if it goes wrong at that point, you know, maybe have a look back and go, right, you've messed up. Why did you mess up? What did you do? What were you thinking? Why didn't you speak to Carlos about why, why it? Why didn't you speak I'm, to Carlos? Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm sure Carlos would have been consulted about Danny Grant beforehand. Yeah, but it seems as if they've just gone and signed him without without actually without saying saying, look, Carlos, we are signing him. Yeah, yeah. Is that okay? That that's unusual sort of thing, but yeah. interesting. But Huddersfield Town could be going international here, Danny, because of the new laws with Brexit and this sort of stuff. Football clubs would be looking at other places to buy players. One of them being South America. There are a lot yeah. of a lot of very very good young talented players down there, especially from Brazil. Mm. And one of them players being called Lincoln. Yes, he's a forward for is it Flamengo? How do you say it? Oh, Fl Flamengo's probably right, yeah. 
Flamengo, and there's also uh, another player down there, Danny, um, that have been touted apparently for Huddersfield Town. What do you make of that? Um, Love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. As you say, with the old Brexit thing that's going on, it's just as easy to sign a player from anywhere in the world um, than from the European leagues. I think that's why a majority of the clubs would generally stick to the European leagues, just because it's easier. Uh, less things to go through but considering it's now the same doing it from anywhere why not go for some uh, for some Brazilians yes we've, uh, we've seen their exciting history in football so yeah, just do it just in. do it so they've got Lincoln who's a 20 year old striker who's scored 8 goals in 63 appearances for the Brazilian club but there's also um, attacking midfielder Yuri de Oliveira um, from Flamengo as well um, this has also been reported in Brazil so we can't really say how true it is um, but you know there's there's attempts to sign Lincoln from other clubs as well M- L- M- MLS. MLS thank you and also Dynamo Kiev in Ukraine are interested in him but it'd be a massive coup for us really if we could sign these two yeah definitely like you say if there's some uh, MLS clubs um but especially a team like uh, Dynamo Kiev, um, they're usually in a European competition every season. So if Huddersfield Town can uh, can snatch those guys away from uh, from teams like that, then it's definitely looking good for Huddersfield Town. It is definitely going to be an exciting future for for the team and the fans. It'd be huge. If I could say one thing to Huddersfield Town, if the rumours are true, just do it. Yeah. Just get them bought. It'll bring some lovely Brazilian flair to Huddersfield Town. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. It's not all balls. It's also quizzes as well. Danny, I think we're going to have uh, myself playing. Yeah. Andy and Ali. Um, and I think Helen will probably play as well. Um, so let's have a couple of questions, Danny. What do you think about that before we go into a tune this evening? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we're too here for two hours. Um, you know, listeners just listening to us yabon no and yabon and yabon. So I've, I've got. And yabon and yabon. I've got 12 and questions. And then you're going to do with that. Uh, <laughs> so I've got 12 questions. How many are you wanting? Uh, let's, have, let's have two. Just two? Yeah, let's just have two. We'll um, have a tune. Uh, do you want to pick numbers or should I actually just go in order? If we just go in just order, go in that order. would probably make sense if I'm honest with you. That's fine. So this is definitely going to test your memory. Um, oh, no. And I've gone for a whole range of sports. Whole range of sports, Richard? You've got any kabaddi in there? So it's not... I hope there's some kabaddi in there. I've had a request for kabaddi. It's not just football. It's not just football. Uh, I think there's two football questions. Oh, that's good. You know, so, yeah, you, you know, more music variety, but yeah. we're also sports, sports variety. variety. You like what we've done there. So the first one is okay. a co- is a COVID question. So oh, I'll... right. So question number one is a COVID question. Which European country was the only one still hosting fixtures and admitting fans in April this year? Is that football question? Uh, that is technically, I suppose. You- can technically call that a football okay. question. Okay, am I writing my answers down or are you writing my answers down? Um, in fact, I should probably write my own if, answers if you down. Write, have you got a pen over there? I'll um, give you a little bit yeah, of paper. No, yeah, I've got a pen over here. Let me just find a bit of paper while you write the uh, while you tell the listeners the second question. No worries. Oh, is that paper over there? I yeah, want to say I've, I've torn you off a, well, that's fine. a sleeve. T- yeah. There you go. Beautiful. Have a little sleeve. B-E-A-U-R-A-F-L. So question number one. Yeah. Uh, that was which European country was the only one still hosting fixtures and admitting fans in April this year oh, I think the, it's s- the second question oh. which footballer 
return to his home country to complete military training oh, no, as required one. by law. I know this one. I knew you did. That's why I put it in. I know this one because I love him. Um, He's my favourite footballer. Just making it a little bit easy. Uh, oh, Martin's playing as well. To lull you into a false Ooh. sense of security. Oh, Andy's gone for that. So, Martin Sharp has gone for the first one, has gone for Spain. Yeah. Um, and Andy's gone for Belarus. Sorry, oh. I, I'm going to have to write these down. Yeah, you are going to have to write well. these down. So, question one. Question number one, yeah. Got Martin. Martin's gone for Spain, Andy's for gone Spain. for Belarus. That's a good shout, is that, Andy? Andy. Uh, I remember you saying Ali. Ali. I think Ali's going to join in. I think Helen will as well. Helen. Sweet. And Martin's, got, Martin's second um, answer, so for number two, is Ronaldo. And Andy has gone for um, Kane's favourite son, son from Spurs. Interesting, that. <laughs> I don't know why he'd know that one. Um, so there is first two questions, and I'll just quickly go through them two again. Uh, so the first one is, which European country was the only one still hosting fixtures and admitting fans in April this year? Question two, which footballer returned to his home that, country to complete military training as required by law. Some would say he'd have to go a couple of a thousand miles to get there for that one, wouldn't they, Danny?
They need to steady themselves on the Kane Hall Sports Show, don't they? <laughs> What's going on there? Hey, that's it. You've just tucked into the sweet shop. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what it yeah, is, that's actually. What, that's what it is. A little bit too much sugar in you. You've got over angsty, haven't you? I have. I have got a little bit. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> you know, I get to the point where on Christmas Eve, can't sleep. Yeah. Can't sleep because I'm that excited for Santa. Yeah. Right? So I had about maybe five hours sleep last night, um, and I've been yawning all the way through, like, this show. Not because what you've been saying, but because I'm tired. Guarantee, guarantee, as soon as I get home, I'll be wide awake. Yeah. 100%. I, mate, I'm exactly the same, but that is 365 days a year for me. Yeah, well, you, well, I, I'll tell you all the time. That's a di- well, fair. you do, you do. To be I, fair, I just I can't get to sleep, and uh, yeah, around Christmas, I've just I've just gotten used to it now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I'm just you know, it's it's very exciting anyway. Just as exciting as Bradford's recent results, Danny. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, brilliant! Where have they come from? I know. Uh, you know, to beat Cambridge at home one nil, and then Grimsby away two one. And by the way. Carpets are filthy. Lee Novak scored an absolutely wonderful goal. How good was that? Oh, it was amazing. It was great to see. Um, I saw it from uh, from yourself sharing it on Twitter. Oh, unbelievable goal. Oh, it was fantastic. So the it ball really was crossed in from maybe the right-back position, you know, maybe 40 yards away from the touchline, maybe five yards in from um, the touchline at the side where the linesman is uh, I can't get my words out anyway crosses in Lee Novak comes up edge of the box chests it towards the edge of the box so he's going away from the goal then he overhead kicks it into the far top corner oh it was oh there's no words Danny is there Oh, no, definitely not. That's uh, that's one of those that... Uh, Just beautiful. Oh, yeah, all their fans that saw that goal, um, when it comes to a time where they're going to be able to go out and play football again. Yeah, they're uh, going to be trying They're going to be trying it, absolutely. Be trying. But anyway, Danny, the recent two results have pushed them back up into 18th place, a little bit more breathing space above Southend and Stevenage above 13 points at the bottom of the league. Two tough games, though, Danny. Tramier and Port Vale mm. over the Christmas period. Yeah, I think, is it Port Vale that they start with? No, or is it Tramier, Tramier away Tramier on Boxing away. Day, who were 13th. And then Port Vale at home on the 20, da, 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 29th at home. Um, Tramier are definitely a tough team. Yeah, especially away. Uh, absolutely. Um, I think there have been some good results come out of Tranmere for for themselves, so it's definitely going to be a difficult one. And I think maybe Port Vale at home might be a little bit tastier. I think for Bradford, they're going to look at that one and definitely. think, "Oh, you know, there's, there's a potential for three points." With here. the form that they're in, 
Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's someone that they want to be looking at to win. Yeah, definitely. But I think they obviously with Tramia coming up first, they're definitely going to be going, right, well, we're probably not going to win, but we're going to go try and at worst come away with a draw. Um, because with uh, everything that's gone on before, taking a point away is definitely going to be worthwhile for uh, for Bradford um, and, it, and it's definitely a good um, a good way of showing themselves that they are improving and they are, they are starting to get get things right um, going somewhere like that and, uh, and making sure that you don't lose so I think it's yeah there's a couple of tough games for Bradford but I think there's definitely some points on offer there I think four points for Bradford over the uh, over the next two games which should uh, should hopefully boost them a little bit further up that table yeah I hope so Danny but I also hope that Harrogate Town have a good Christmas period as well I think in terms of the travel Danny mm. Harrogate Town have got it a little bit better than Bratford but uh, they've certainly got the the toughest sides with Oldham mm-hmm. away on Saturday the 26th Boxing Day Definitely. and also Carlisle at home on Tuesday the 29th yeah uh, definitely I think uh, Oldham um, they, they've they started turning their season around uh, before a few of the other teams down at the bottom, uh, so they are definitely uh, definitely going to be a bit of a tough one. Um, I think for Harrogate, there's there's an opportunity um, for points again, but I don't think they'll be too disheartened if they did leave with a point or even empty-handed, um, especially with what Oldham are doing. I think moving on to uh, to Carlisle at home now that's a, uh, that is a difficult one. Um, Carlisle are doing really well in the league. Um, the thing with Carlisle is I don't think they've necessarily been like uh, overpowering teams. They've just been winning by a goal or maybe a, a fortunate second goal. So it's the results are tight. So there is an opportunity for Harrogate there. Um, if worse comes to worse and they don't win any of these games, I think there's a, a potential of getting two draws out here. But they have to be playing well to get them. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And uh, Danny also, uh, Ali said Deli Ali for her second question, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah, no, Harry got t- two tough games there. Um, also losing to Salford recently. Who Salford have just put themselves back in the playoff positions. We have James Wilson scoring the, that goal, you know, ex-Manchester United player. Just watched a bit of a documentary on Salford. They're pumping a lot of money into their, their squad. Have you seen it? Uh, I haven't seen the documentary, no, but I am uh, aware <laughs> uh, that such things are happening over there. Um, so it's uh, it's one of those where you've, you've got to feel that, that Salford, if they're not going to do it this season, that next season's going to be the season that they're going to get promoted to League, uh, League One. Hopefully, Danny, but... Halifax again another victory yeah 3-1 the beat Eastleigh on Tuesday after the winning on penalties as well last Saturday yeah it's uh, it's impressive um, I think uh, looking at the, the the Hartlepool at home in the cup um, three all draw uh, kind of come out of nowhere um I believe uh, Hartlepool were looking good for uh, for a good while, but Halifax just brought it right at the end and then Certainly took it on did. penalties. Certainly did. Uh, obviously, Hartlepool being their uh, their away trip this uh, this Boxing Day, so you know played each other very recently. So mm-hmm. hopefully, more more goals um, in regards to that one. But yeah, three uh, one win at home home to Eastley. Eastley are not a you know a, a, a side to uh, to write off by any means because they are very good. 
um, whether or not they're doing well in the league they are still a tough team to beat so a 3-1 win at home for Halifax I think that's a statement as much as it is a good result Yeah, I, I really think that, that Halifax if they carry on the way that they are playing they're going to be up and in the playoffs by the end of the season Yeah, then Ultranum on Monday night, Danny Yeah, I think that should be uh, I don't want to say straightforward um, but I think it could be could be, I, I potentially. Think it, I think it definitely very, has that potential. Very could be. Halifax seem to be to be winning but conceding a goal. Um, I don't think they're going to concede a goal on this occasion. I, I think a 1-0 or 2-0 is good enough for, for Halifax this time round if they don't want to get silly. Uh, but if they want to get silly, I think this is a good opportunity for them to do so. Yeah, agreed, Danny. Unfortunately, Brighouse Town, their games against Tadcaster Albion and Osset United over the Christmas period, they have been postponed. Yes. I can't remember um, why though, Danny. Can you? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. Is it is it something to do with Brickhouse themselves? Um, is it something to do with Corona? I'm not too sure. No, I don't think no, it is. is. It I think it could be to do more with that. The fans can't can't come in at the minute. Right. Okay. A bit of a you know conflict of interest there with you know the government and all that sort of yeah. stuff and funding. So, and obviously I think it's a good thing you know with the weather as well. You know. Yeah. Clubs like Brighouse, their pitch, you know, it gets destroyed so yeah. easily and it costs a fortune to keep a good pitch, so yeah. it probably needs that break. But Liversidge, they are in action on the 28th, Danny, as they yeah. host Albion Sport. Oh, this could be a silly one. This this really could be a silly one. Um, I think I'm definitely going to get my silly scores out when uh, when it comes to that in our little game. When it comes uh, to our little yeah, game. Yeah, I'm definitely going to get a silly score out for that because uh, Liversidge... Uh, uh, I mean, I think the the nil nil draw kind of went against them um, in terms of how they actually play and how good they are um, against uh, Sunderland. But I think you know, back in the league, Albion, let's go for it. Let's get they've got to let, they? let, let's get a few hat tricks. You know, let's yeah, get one for you, one not? for me. Why not? Let's have a bit of fun. Why not, Danny? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we do his game? Uh, we absolutely can do. Yeah, we might as well, aren't we? Shall I even yeah. put a bit of a background music on for if it? If you do so, wish as right, long let's, let's as long as it's Christmassy. Is it not Christmassy? No, because you know <laughs> I, I didn't have time to do some audio Christmas stuff. Yeah, that's. I need, I've that's, got to that's if fine. I turn it on as well, that would probably help rather than so, just playing it. So what? What, what, what songs this again? Is it the, the streets? It, yeah, it's streets. Right. Don't mug yourself. Don't mug yourself. Brilliant. Good advice as well. Yeah, I, I wouldn't advise it. <sighs> As in, yeah, don't mug yourself. Yeah. So that's that's good advice to not mug yourself. Yeah. Right, okay, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so starting Although with... when you find a fiver in your pocket that you didn't know were there, tell you what, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah, true, but that's not really mugging yourself. <laughs> oh. that, that's, that's, taking, that's just being lucky. That's taking money that's yours. Oh. <laughs> right then. Um, yeah. Anyway. Taking, not stealing. Right, okay. Okay. Uh, so, okay. Huddersfield Town, Watford. You went Watford, I went for the draw. As we know, Huddersfield won 2 0. Bradford versus Cambridge, I went for the draw. You went for Cambridge. Bradford won, so neither of us get any points. Unbelievable. Th there's a very familiar theme that you're going to see uh, going on over the next uh, four games. There's ha Bradford. Harrogate, Salford. Oh, Salford. Uh, Harrogate versus Salford. We both went for Harrogate by a narrow margin, but of course, Salford won by a narrow margin, no points. Halifax and Hartlepool, we both went either side. You went for Halifax, I went for Hartlepool, and it was, of course, a three all draw. No points. <laughs> 
Brighouse versus Brilliant. Workington. We went for Workington to smash them, and it was a two-all two draw, draw yeah. so no points. Okay. Sunderland versus Liversidge. We went for Liversidge to absolutely smash Sunderland, yeah. and it was a nil-nil draw, so neither of us get any points. But here we go. But Liversidge did win on penalties, by the way. Uh, they did, yes. But we have got some points in the Finally. next fixture. Oh, oh, I hope it's me. Manchester United versus Leeds. Yes. You went for the 2-1 win, so that means you do get 10 points. Getting. I went for Leeds to win 3-2, Uh-oh. as Helen, I believe, mentioned a bit yes, earlier Yes, Helen on, did mention it. Go on, Helen. I get zero points. Mosley versus Brighouse was postponed, so even though we both went for Mosley, neither of us get any points. Oh, well, that's fair. Um, Halifax versus Eastley. Um, you went for the two-all draw, I went for the 2-1 win, and it was, of course, 3-1. So that means I get 10 points. So we so both tied both on 10, at the on 10 apiece. Ooh. But there is one game that I have rather strategically missed out. Oh. And that is Grimsby versus Bradford. Oh, okay. You remember the score between Grimsby and Bradford, don't you? It was 2-1 to Bradford. It was. Oh, you've said 2-1 Bradford, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> of course I have, because it's, oh, it's Bradford. That familiar score, 2-1. 2-1. So I gave myself 30 points, and you did go for the win, but you went 3-1. Ah. So that means you gained 10 points. Um, so overall... Uh, in this week you gain 20 I gain 40 which means that your score is 775 no it's not your score <laughs> is 795 and my score is 820 so I've gone from 5 points behind to being 50 hold on that's not right yeah I, I don't, that didn't sound right no that's definitely not right oh no I was 5 points in front sorry yeah so I should be 25 yeah sorry I was 5 points in front I was 5 points behind the game before yeah, listeners, I'm, uh, listeners yeah. I'm shaking my head in disgust. Yes. It just, uh, just it's hey, I, I, I'm only 25 points away. That's yeah, I know, but one he's just perfect score. Yeah, but Danny, come on. Yeah, but we keep swapping. Play the game, moment. man. We keep, we keep swapping, but yeah, they do have two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven games to sink our teeth into. Come on, then, Kano. The first one we will start. Yorkshire Derby, Barnsley versus Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield Town 2 1. You're going to go 2. Yeah, I'm going 2 one. 1. I'm going to go for a tasty draw. 2 apiece. 2 apiece. Hopefully, we might get a couple more quiz questions in before we go to the news and another song. Definitely. Oldham versus Harrogate. Um, Oldham, unfortunately, will win this one probably maybe 3 0. You're going to go 3 0. That's nasty, that. That is nasty. I am going to agree. That's a bit rude, is that? I'm going to agree with Oldham, but I think yeah. it's going to be a bit tighter. That was a bit rude. I'm just going to go 1 0. Apologies. Just 1 0. Just the 1 Tranmere versus Bradford. Um, to all. Gonna go it's going to be open on Christmas Day. A few of them will have uh, you know, some eggnogs, just like Glyn. Um, I, I'm i going to agree. I'm going to go 0 0. Oh, nil nil. Gonna go for a, a score draw. Interesting. Uh, sorry, a board draw. Like oh, board draw. Yeah, a board draw. Uh, Hartlepool versus Bordeaux. Halifax. Um, Halifax will just do it again this time properly, but one nil. Yeah. Um, they might as well, aren't yeah. they? I am. Uh, I'm with you there, uh, but I'm gonna go two one oh. uh, for those guys. Uh, Leeds versus Burnley. Um, Leeds United three, Burnley two. Oh. Three, two. It's a, bit, it's a bit out there. Hey, we like it. We yeah, like well, it. Yeah, we do. I'm I'm going to go for a draw. Going I, for a draw? I'm going to go for one apiece. Right. Uh, surprisingly, because I would normally go for Leeds, but I think Burnley are going to put a little bit of a surprise in there for us. Halifax versus Altrincham. Um, Halifax Town, 1-0. You're going to go 1-0. I'm going to stick with what I said earlier. I'm going to go for 2-0. Uh, um I don't. They have the opportunity to go silly, but I don't think they will. Liversidge versus Albion Sports. Um, Liversidge six, Ooh. Albion Sports one. 
one. Yeah. I like it. I, I'm going to go for my double hat trick, but I'm going to go for uh, somebody else getting a brace. Uh, oh. So I'm going to go eight. Okay. So two. Yeah. All right. When you've scored eight goals, you're not really that bothered about defending, are you? No, no. Uh, West Brom versus Leeds. <laughs> um, Leeds United 1 0. You're going to go 1 0. I'm yeah. going to go a little bit high. I'm going to go 3 1 to Leeds. Uh, Huddersfield versus Blackburn. Blackburn 2 1. Really? Yeah. I just think Blackburn have got a little bit too much Huddersfield at the minute. 2 1. I'm, I'm going to go for Huddersfield 2 0. Yeah. I'm going to carry on that 2 0. Winning run at home that Huddersfield seemed to have. Probably absolutely wrong, but yeah. Well, you never know. Bradford versus Port Vale. Um, Bradford 1 0. Let me guess, you're going to go Bradford 2 1. Uh, yeah. For, yeah, well, you've got I to, am. aren't you? I am. Tradition. It's tradition. It's tradition, yeah. It is tradition, and obviously, of course, it's Christmas. So oh, it's yeah, tradition. definitely. Uh, Harrogate versus Carlisle is our last game this week. I'm going to go for Carlisle. Oh. Uh, I don't want to, but I'm going to go for Carlisle. Yeah, I'll go for Carlisle as well. I'm just going to go 1-0. Oh, um, I'm going to go 2-1. Yeah, Martin Sharp says, Right, lads, have a great Christmas. Put prize in my pigeonhole. See you in 2021 up the Rams. All right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Martin, you've only answered 2 out of 10, but good, e- uh, good night to you. Have a good Christmas as well, buddy. Yes. Is that them all, Danny? That's all of them, yeah. So right. that's our game. Cool. Done. So you've got about a minute... Just a minute. You've got a minute. Yeah. So if you want to get one more quiz question, or maybe two. I'll, I'll try for two. Okay, let's the go. The first one. Which Formula One driver won their first ever race in 2020 at Monza in Italy? Right. Becoming the 109th different driver to win a Grand Prix. Beautiful. So who was the first... Say it again. Uh, who, which Formula One driver won their first ever race in 2020 at Monza in Italy, Very becoming the 109th different driver to win a Grand Prix? Love it. 30 seconds for the second one. It's a short one, so we're all right. On the <laughs> 1st of January in 2020, who became the World Darts Champion? Oh. I've definitely played to your strengths for the, uh, for the first few. I think you have. I have, and I've, uh, I've made it interesting on the second page. Ooh. I've gone for two pages. I've gone for six, uh, six somewhat easy ones, and then six fun ones. So make me. sure you get. Oh, make sure you get your answers in it. We will repeat them again just after this next song and the news as well. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all balls. No, it's not all balls, but Danny is just, he's having a bit of a break uh, this evening. Well, you know, he's a quiz master, so he's allowed it. Um, And he's gone with right, Ali. I know that can't be one. I can remember I got it right and pub quiz when it happened. Uh, We've gone for Gasly for F1 and darts. Hmm, no idea. Um, How can I? He likes snakes. Let me just say that, Ali, if you know anything about darts or anything like that. Um, but while Danny is uh, just having a little break, I reckon we'll play maybe another Christmas song. I think we should do. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. So this is Christmas. 
Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Merry Christmas, War is Over by John Lennon. Love that one, Danny, don't you? Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a classic, isn't it? Yeah, it like is. like to hear it. Danny, um, are you much of a boxing fan? Uh, no. No, no. <laughs> if I'm being honest, well, no. let's. I want to hear what Anthony and Joshua says about Tyson Fury fights that could potentially be happening in 2021. Then I might ask for a couple of thoughts on it afterwards. Well, uh, well, we'll have to see what you think anyway. I'm certain. I'm keen. I'm ready. I'm, I, we can do it back here in Finchie if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, it is about Tyson Fury, but at the same time, it's not. It's about me challenging myself and getting my hands on that WBC belt because I want to be an undisputed heavyweight champion. That's legacy. And also, you know, touching on this subject again, it brings the attention to boxing. And I think me and Tyson Fury, aside from the back, you know, the trash talk and, uh, you know, the hype of the fight, we can do a great job of bringing the attention to boxing and saying, guys, look, this is uh, the biggest fight in, in history. And we've come from a little community gym. Yeah. <laughs> Give us some support and who knows what the future can hold for, for the next generation. Just how big an occasion will it be if this historic unification fight with Tyson Fury is able to be organised. I mean, how exciting a prospect is it for you sitting here now? It means everything to me. You know, I've, I'm dealing with my man, the trees one by one. There's a road to undisputed. Me and Tyson Fury shared, a, uh, shared the ring in this same gym I am in right now in 2010. Um, you've got great history. 
he spoke highly of me. I speak highly of him. He's a great talent. And I feel like, especially in this current climate, right, you've got two of the best heavyweights in the world. You know, for me and him, competitor's competitor, it's massive. But for the world, and for the world to now see the importance of grassroots boxing, it's bigger than me and him. It's the world's eyes on boxing. It's the government's eyes on boxing, especially in this time to say, these kids have come through the grassroots from the Olympic system to the professional ranks to bring a boxing show that's going to be one of the biggest events in the UK since the World Cup. It's going to boost the economy, boost the morale of the people. You know, let's get behind boxing. So, so Danny, some of that, I want to know what you make of it. I mean, Anthony Joshua spoke about grassroots boxing in there. Now, I know for a fact that recently, He's put a six-figure sum into grassroots boxing to keep it going. But is the government looking at boxing at the minute? Um, uh, In terms of how, how he's saying it, um, for economy and all that? I, I can't imagine so, because... Well, I mean, they might be, but they, I don't think they've necessarily put a lot of money towards it. It's kind of a self-sustaining sort of thing. Um, when it comes to that... that that kind of uh, sport anyway um, when you think of it it's it's usually just like a big fight and then a lot of money comes pouring in for it it's not like you know football where they're playing every week and you know there's competitions and there's this and there's that it's it's very much you've got a belt I want a belt let's fight yeah. Um, it, it's very much self-sustained, at least that's as far I know, I know what you're saying, there's a lot of sponsors the, in there, isn't there? Yeah, there's a lot of sponsors, there's also, uh, there's a lot of different, like he was talking about a, a belt that Tyson yes. Fury has that he wants, and he's got some belts uh, that he, he dropped to the Mexican fella, Ruiz. Yeah, Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz, and then he got them back. So th there's a lot of different promotions uh, that they're all fighting on. Yeah. Um, and he's wanting to unify the belts. Now, so th th there's a lot of different ones with a lot of different money, and the money goes from those places to the boxers and, you know, venues. and Yeah, yeah there, there is quite a few factors in there. Now, yeah. I do agree with him. I think it would boost the morale oh, of yeah. the country. But would 2021 be too soon to have that fight? Because let's face it, if we want to boost morale, and he says about... Uh, economics as well and bringing yeah. money in then no one can go to this fight. yeah it needs to be done where people can go end, end of he's saying it's it's going to be the biggest fight well it needs to be the biggest fight in front of fans it's definitely uh, going to be the biggest fight in British boxing history yeah and for me potentially it could be the biggest boxing match in history yeah but fans need to be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. F fans need to be there for um, the big occasion. I mean, I've watched um, a, a variety of different sports. I've, I've watched football. Uh, I've watched darts even recently. Yes. Um, F1, you can't really compare, but you can still hear the noise. Like, for instance, at Monza, um, when uh, when one of our quiz answers won the race, uh -huh. normally all the uh, all the fans would would eke out onto the track and they'd all be celebrating, they'd be yes. waving the flags and they'd be under the podium, um, and it'd be a fantastic noise. Uh, but they missed out on that obviously this year and all the other ones. Have. I mean, I've even been watching um, WWE even when they did WrestleMania and they did it without fans or anything like that, and it just didn't feel right. 
um, the whole point of it or the whole point of sports uh, as entertainment as well as sports being competitive is that fans get to go in and watch they pay the money they get to shout scream chant whatever swear atmosphere comes in and that just make, that doubles the effect of sport I think it certainly does Danny but now obviously this fight needs to happen as soon as possible Tyson Fury is 32 and mm. Joshua is 31 some would say that's the prime fighting age yeah but this needs to happen quick is there a potential that it's not going to be safe enough for them two to fight because if them two do fight fans need to be in there and let's face it it'll be 100,000 fans oh yeah definitely it'll be sold out but is there going to be a is it potentially that this fight won't happen because we can't get fans in? Um, I think they've got to look at it. For me personally, we're going to look at it two ways. If you know, if we aren't going to get fans in before the end of 2022, now's as good as time as any. Well, um, yeah, there is that. But if you know they can look to do it in 2021 during the summer, um, and then that doesn't pan out, they can move it on a year. I think. And then, yeah, fair enough, they'll both be a year older, but there will still be fantastic talents. Um, and it still will be one of the greatest matches, that, that well, probably that we'll see in, in our lifetime anyway. So I think that there's still time, but they definitely need to do it with fans in the stadium. They, they need to do it with that. Um, but as I say, if, if it can't be done, then they just kind of need to do it. Yeah. it I, I would much rather see them do it in front of a packed Wembley Stadium, Old 100%, Trafford. 100%. Um, Alliance Arena, Bayern Munich, Saudi Arabia without stadiums, yeah. they're building five New days. New Camp, anywhere, football stadium, massive arena, America, Madison, Madison Square Garden. Just get as many a, fans in yeah, there as possible. Absolutely. Bring the atmosphere uh, because that, it, it needs it. That's, that's kind of the biggest part of boxing. Um, in a way because uh, I think you know it might be interesting to see if it's just on TV but it's nowhere near as fun without the boxing fans and you can hear them you can see them even jumping up and down or you know really getting into the action and yeah, stuff like that and it builds up boxing so much so much I mean I watched Anthony Joshua when he was fighting in the Olympics and he was an extraordinary talent but the atmosphere wasn't quite as big as what it was when he started his career in as a professional yeah uh, because when he became a professional the, oh, the, when he, the audience the crowd when he was Klitschko. massive yeah exactly incredible I was in London at the time and there were just so many so many people there it was yeah. ridiculous and he says Fury will school him end of I agree. I, th I think Tyson Fury will win that as well. Fury will win that for me. Um, I've, you know, I'm not not diminishing uh, um, Anthony Joshua and his talent. He is is a very very good fighter. But the thing for me is is Tyson Fury. He gives it all the talk, but he backs it up. He um, does. He backs it up. He, he properly backs it up. And he can take a punch. Oh, he can take a punch. Whereas we've seen Anthony Joshua. Joshua can't take that hit. Makes not, not strong enough at the minute. No. Un unless he can come out of the gates and really punish Fury and I mean really take him down and not get hit then he might stand a chance yeah. but I can't see that happening I can't either Ali says got to go for my scran now we'll keep popping back from time to time but might miss the rest of the questions have a good one lads and sports fans speak later Ali good evening to you or good night sorry I keep saying that good night Ali have a good one yourself thank you very much for listening um, hopefully you do put back and get some of the uh, the quiz questions because I think Danny is going to give us another two just after this little jingle the Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny it's not all balls 
It's not all balls. I think we've got another spot to talk about very shortly. But Danny, quiz question five. Yes, yeah, so number five. Number five. Uh, which? Uh, sorry, who? Who won the U.S. Open this year in the men's singles tennis event? Oh, I thought you were going to go golf. I need golf. <laughs> tennis. Yeah, I, I ain't done golf because unfortunately I'm not too uh, not too keen on my golf, so I avoided that. But tennis, um, and a hint is. Uh, it's not Djokovic, it's not Nadal. Oh, that's what I'm going to go for. Is it the third one? And it's not Federer. All oh, right. Oh God. Yeah, it, it's an up-and-coming star. We did. I'm pretty sure we talked about him on the show, uh, but it was only for a little bit. So it's more testing your memory just as much as it is. Uh, I'm going uh, for that one knowledge. because I, I know who he is and I like him. Very yeah. Well. So who won the men's US Open tennis this year? Yes. Uh, and then number six. Yep. At the Best FIFA Football Awards 2020, who was announced as the best women's player? Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I thought you might. She's fantastic this, as well, to be fair. Yeah, 100% agree. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's the first six questions from the first page and then the second page becomes a little bit more interesting, I think. I think that fifth fifth answer was a little bit interesting, if I'm honest with you, Danny. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not one for me. Not one for me. No, no. Um, as I say... I've not enjoyed it. I, I know that we, t- we spoke about it very briefly, so I, I was wondering if you remembered. Remember? I can't remember what I had for my tea last night, Danny. Yeah, I know, I know, but I still like to test. Still like to test. Well, yeah, of course you've got to test. Of course you've got to test. Um, Danny, I'm thinking um, maybe another... Christmas song, what do you reckon? Um, it seems right. <laughs> it does seem right. Um, I've got to find one first, though. No worries. Uh, do you want me to pump out another couple of questions, or...? Yeah. Can I see from, from the tougher side? Yeah, go um, on, then. We might as well, might yeah. we? There's a question number seven. Lewis Hamilton won the BBC's Sports Personality of the Year but which nominee requested to be taken off of the shortlist and then declared he has asked his lawyers to send a letter to the BBC? Oh, I think I know that yeah, one. Yeah, I think he will. I remember it being uh, big news at the time. Yeah, I think I know that one. So he was he was shortlisted, but was... But he's asked to be taken, off, to taken off of the shortlist. Andy for number five has gone Andy Murray, I believe. Yeah. Uh, number six has gone Alex Scott. And he's not putting number seven yet. Right. Uh, to be fair, we have just asked it. <laughs> no, that is a good point. That is a good point. Um, sorry, what did he put for number six? Um, number six, he put Alex Scott. Alex and he's gone for Tyson Scott. Fury for number seven. T Fury. Very good. Interesting. Uh, so number eight. Um, <clears throat> this one's a little bit out of our wheelhouse, but we'll go for it anyway. Oh. Uh, I do think we had a little talk about it, but it wasn't a lot. Which American football team won the Super Bowl in February against the San Francisco 49ers by 31 to 20 after being 20 to 10 down at the beginning of the fourth quarter? No idea, don't care. No. <laughs> Honestly, just it, it, is, it is a bit of a tough one because I must admit because I, it's boring. I, I want to. I want to got this. I remember it. Like I remember it happening. It wasn't an obvious but team. I, I can't remember who the team. It wasn't an obvious team, and I've put down the most obvious team. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Fair I know enough. it's not them because yeah. I can't remember. Oh. I've, I've, have I upset you, know you with these now? Yeah, that's annoyed me. Is that? But I think I'm going to change my answer. Yeah. And I think it might be uh, 
be them. So, um, I did make sure you get that one in, and any of the other listeners that are listening, then uh, me and Danny are going to play a little tune for you. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. Another fan favourite, this one. Another fan favourite. I love it. Told Elton Johnny. Didn't enjoy it the weekend, though, when his team lost 2-0 to the mighty Huddersfield Town. He didn't step into that one right well.
Step into Christmas with Elton John. Danny, do you want to talk about, about um, F1? Uh, yes, you know I always do. I know you do. Um, I mean, they're not, uh, not that the, there's a lot going on right now. No, 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 no to we be can, fair. We can touch on a, a few things. It is, uh, is very much the, uh, the start of their winter break. They will be back in March in Australia. Um, has been announced that it will be a 23-race calendar. Um, which is excessive, <laughs> but it's where the money is, isn't it? Well, Sa- yeah. Saudi Arabia's joining. Um, I need the money with the Dutch Grand Prix in Zandvoort, and there is still an open spot, um, which should be the Vietnam Grand Prix. Should should be, but however, it's not looking likely. And um, there are, I think, I don't know if it's Portugal, um, Turkey, definitely. Are lining up to host it and another place, yes. another one of the ones in Italy, I think, from what I can remember. Um, but for me, I would definitely go with Turkey without a shadow of a doubt because it is a fantastic racetrack and it provided the race of the season um, as voted by F1 fans this year. Stroll taking pole, um, it rhymes and it meant to, um, and then. He, he was seemingly running away with it. Perez comfortably in second. The the conditions changed. A lot of rain come down, and Lewis Hamilton showed us just exactly how good of a driver he is. Um, as he ended up taking the win. Stroll, unfortunately, um, or at least what we've heard, he'd got some damage, um, and his tyres started graining uh, a lot more significantly than they should have done, um, and that is why I think he ended up about eighth and ninth. Uh, but Perez took a fantastic second place, uh, keeping ahead of the two Ferraris. Uh, Leclerc almost took him on the final lap, but went off. Vettel come in and, and sort of defaulted uh, third, so he got himself a nice little podium as well with Leclerc fourth. But yeah, that was uh, that was voted this week, I think, as the uh, as the race of the season. They have also had their award ceremony recently, um, so they were all looking very dapper. Yeah, of um, course, of course. Lewis Hamilton. You know, and Mercedes taking the the big awards Shock. And, and such. Shock. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, what was the? Oh, oh come on! Oh, I can't eh? remember what the thing come was. Come on! There, there was something. Play the game, man. There, there was a um, a reporter that was on a on a call with Hamilton, Bottas, Verstappen, yes, and Toto Wolf. Um, Interesting uh, call. That. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the person asked. Uh, well, there was a journalist who asked the moderator, and the moderator then asked a question uh, to each of them, sort of saying, you know, what are you doing? Uh, where, oh, sorry, where are you now? Uh, that's all they asked. It seems quite innocuous. And uh, and Lewis Hamilton, he, he was, like, sat in front of the trophy room in Mercedes, so he, he was kind of like, well, you know, it's not really a secret, I'm at the factory. Bottas, who, were, who had himself in a nice suit, saying, oh, I'm in the automobile club and then Max Verstappen says well you know uh, do you want to know what I'm doing tonight tomorrow for Christmas uh, do you want to know um, do you want me to send you uh, a link with all my pictures from my holidays and everything that I'm doing um, it, you know it, it's I, I can do that if you want and I, th- I think it, it was kind of a bit of a sense of humour sort of poking back at the guy of you know what do you need to know this for and uh, Total Wolf pretty much echoed um, Max Verstappen's statements and said uh, uh, with all due respect it is none of your business <laughs> so very direct there from Total Wolf but yeah it's uh, it, it's kind of funny he showed a little bit of a little bit of humour uh, humour with that one 
did uh, did Max Verstappen. That was hilarious. Um, yeah, it, it would definitely. Um, yeah, it was funny. He's <laughs> 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 definitely better in his uh, in his Dutch accent, I believe. Of, of course. And uh, of course. his cheeky little grin, as opposed to my miserable Yorkshire accent. I like your miserable Yorkshire <laughs> accent. Uh, there's been some some good news coming out of Williams, though. Oh, definitely, yes. I, yeah, I forgot about it. Well, you know, I didn't forget. Um, Sir Frank Williams is on the mend yeah. after being discharged from hospital. Uh, I mean, it was a, a private medical matter, so we don't know what it is, but yeah. um, it's good to... Good to see him out. Oh yeah, definitely. It's great news, um, especially considering the timing, uh, allowing him to be uh, to be home for Christmas with the uh, the family uh, and an absolute legend of uh, of Formula One. Absolutely, Danny. Is um, is Louis Hamilton still getting better? Uh, oh, what do you mean? I'm just I'm just reading some stuff here on F1 and uh, still getting better as in illness or still getting better as in talent. 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 Um, can I get better? Don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, I, I don't. I don't know because he, he's always been a sens- sensational driver. Uh, to be fair, ever since he, he first stepped into Formula I'll put you One, put on a bit of a spot there, didn't I? Is yeah, because I'm not quite sure what you mean. Or, I, I or don't either. So from. shall I change my question? You can do. Yeah. Is there anyone to watch next season who's coming in? Next season, I would say definitely Mick Schumacher. Uh, Mick Schumacher definitely. Um, uh, Ma- Mazepin, the uh, the Russian that's also joining Hass is apparently an exciting uh, young man, and there's been some controversy. Is it going to stay in F1, Danny? Um, yes, is I think the short answer. There's there's been a little bit of controversy uh, in regards to a, a video, little bit, yes, um, that's been shared where I believe he has groped a lady, um, and she didn't seem too impressed. Uh, apparently, Haas have dealt with this internally, um, and nothing more needs to be done. However, I'm thinking it's been dealt with internally, um, and nothing more needs to be done because he's the son of a billionaire, Russian billionaire, or something like that, and they don't really want to do anything Probably. else. Probably, unfortunately that. for uh, for everyone else out there, but you know that's that's the way it is in F1. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I'm trying to be on the fence about it and just reporting what I know about it, but it does seem quite dodgy seems that he's got the money so he can sort of get away it, with it, it. it he can get away with it he, he might get a reprimand but a reprimand isn't going to mean anything to uh not to, to, a, billionaire. to a billionaire son let's be no, honest and not to a russian billionaire either because no, i'm no, sure definitely. you'll have uh, a few uh, friends above there that will yeah, yeah. you don't want to mess with Mr. Yeah. the cane hall sports show on hwd hospital radio should we talk about that uh, absolutely, yeah. Have you, yeah. Have you been enjoying it? Um, I've been keeping up to it. Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> shall we Shall we go through what's happened so far this, this year? Ah, let's go for it, yeah. Well, not, maybe not this year, but in terms of the tournament, so it's the World Championship of Darts, the PDC, held at the Ali Pali in London. It's the William Hill World Champs. First day, there were some fans in there. It was great, good to see some fans in there. And Steve West... Did well on his first day. But Steve Beaton, on his 30th appearance at the World Champs, lost to my good friend, Diego Portella. Jess Smith, the Canadian, got himself through, as did Peter Wright. Yes. No, I don't need to say anything else. Peter Wright got himself through. Um, the next day, Ryan Joyce made his way through, as well as Ross Smith, William O'Connor, and Chris Doby beat Jeff Smith in the second round that day. That was in the afternoon. Max Hopp, Callum Rids, Adam Hunt beat Leisha Ashton in the first round. And Glenn Durant made a good start to his second round, beating Diego Portella 3-0. On Thursday, Madras 
Razma won 3-0. Mike Dedeka lost to Edward Falls. Someone a, a bit of a an unknown. Um, Edward Falls, his father was Welsh, but he's, he's Japanese. Oh, yeah. Um, and he had an interview afterwards, and he played really well. And the interview was like, where have you been? Um, he clearly didn't really understand the question. He just went, Japan. <laughs> Brilliant. Un- unbelievable. He played really, really well. Ryan Murray got through on that Thursday as well and so did Daryl uh, Gurney beating William O'Connor in the second round. Luke Woodhouse played very, very well but unfortunately just couldn't beat Jamie Lewis who Danny has a bit of a connection with very weirdly uh, because to play um, Last Man Standing in the same WhatsApp group. Ron Mullenkemp made his way through as did Ryan Searle who plays with the heaviest darts on tour. 32 gram, I've played with them Love the way they feel, yeah. but just a bit too heavy for me. And that man, Jose de Souza, carried on his fine form in the second round, beating Ross Smith 3 1. On Friday, Mickey Mansell had a good start as well. Did Darius uh, Lebancus uh, beating Chingyang Lu 3 0. Wayne Jones getting through, but Jamie Hughes, I would expect Jamie Hughes to do a little bit better, but Adam Hunt played very, very well against Lee Ashton and carried on his fine form, beating Jamie 3-0 in the second round. Now, this was a big day, this. Dirk von Beidenberger, the aubergine guy, beat Bradley Brooks, World Youth Champion, 3-2. John Henderson, someone called my twin, I don't know why, I don't know why, has lost four stone, Danny. He looks absolutely incredible. And he made his way through to the first round. Now, Luke Humphreys, Paul Lim, big, big game. Luke Humphreys, we know he's got some talent, but Paul Lim is a legend. 25 times he's played at the World Champs. He's played in four different decades. Yeah. Beat Luke Humphreys 3-2, and James Wade made easy marks of Callum Rids in the second round that day. Saturday, the 19th of December Steve Lennon goes through Scott Waits being a true Yorkshireman playing every single leg in his game against Matt Campbell beating him 3-2 Kimmy Hybricks start carries on doing well in recent form 3-0 he won and Mervyn King beat Max Hop 3-1 in the second round that evening Andy Hamilton went out to Nico Cruz a young German Andy Bolton beat Detta Hedmond in her first ever time at the World Championship and Damon Hetter surprisingly lost 3-2 to Danny Baggish and we'll come back onto the American very shortly and Michael Van Gerwen 3-1 obviously Sunday December 20th Nick Kenny goes through Jason Lowe goes through as well his first time at the tournament he had a bit of a flip of the coin last year Danny whether he was going to carry on playing in the BDO or go for a Q, uh, a Q card a Q score Served him well because he's in the World Champs this year and won his first round. And Vincent van der Vaart, van der Vaart, Vincent van der Vaart, uh, beat Ron Molenkamp in the second round 3-2. He's obviously the best friend of Michael van Gerwen. They do practice a lot. Cameron Carolinson, listen to this one. He got a buy in his first round, Danny, because Martin Curlmaker tested positive. Yep. for Covid so couldn't make it but they had a reserve obviously which was Josh Payne the Englishman but he couldn't go because someone in his family tested positive so he got a bye did the lad Keegan Brown who's been working in the Isle of Man been in working in the labs through Covid been helping out the NHS won 3-0 and Jeffrey Dozan bit shocked at this one 
but I'm sort of not as well because Ryan Searle beat him 3-0 in the second round and then I'm gutted because the evening on Sunday the 20th of December Johnny Clayton beat my twin John Henderson 3-1 Christoph Ritaisky in it as always 3-0 Kimi Hybricks carrying on some good form and then the two Welshmen Gerwin Price Jamie Lewis just losing out to Gerwin 3-2 Gabriel Clements in the clash of the Germans beat Nico Crew 3-1 Tuesday the 22nd Brendan Domo Dolan through Joel Cullen the local lad through as is Simon Whitlock and Danny Baggish knocks out former world champion Adrian Lewis 3-1 so he will not be going back to America anytime shortly Darren Hopper, Devin Peterson beating Steve Lennon guess what the aubergine man beat Rob Cross 3-2 to put himself into the third round and Dimitri Vandenberg was absolutely outstanding against Paul Lim beating him 3-0 Wednesday the 23rd of December this was yesterday yes the last game of darts before Christmas Ricky Evans getting through as did Gary Anderson Stephen Bunting and Mensah Sulovich Dave Chisnell Jermaine Watamina Nathan Asminol taking it all the way to the end with Scott Waits go through but Jason Lowe, first time at the World Champs, beats one of the top favourites. Michael Smith, 3-1 to go through to the third round. Danny, any of them results stand out to you? Because um, I need a break to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the ones where you had a strange inflection on your voice. Um, Every single one of them. There's quite a few of them, yeah. Uh, Michael Smith losing to, to that guy, Jason yes, Lowe. Yeah, yeah, that, it, that's it, a that's a big one. It is quite a big one, to be fair, Danny, um, because you know Michael Smith, one of the favourites, scores for fun, but it just seems to bottle it in these big competitions, even though there's no fans there. Yeah, yeah, still still pressure on. Um, if his if his thinking is uh, he's got to prove himself by getting into the to the quarterfinals or or better. Um, but he's, he's kind of putting himself in a worse position by thinking about that. Uh, maybe he's thinking forward and uh, and players like, you know, maybe low first time there, just happy to be there. Yes. If, if he wins, you know, if he wins a round, then it, it's a bonus. So that that can sometimes that can sometimes happen, and, and in darts, it probably happens more often than it does in uh, in other sports. Certainly can, Danny. Michael Van Gerwen's got. Uh, Ricky Evans in his next game, Joe Cullen and Johnny Clayton, two very good friends, them two. Dave Tisnell and Danny Knopper, Dimitri Vandenberg, Jermaine Watamina, that'd be a very, very good game, but I think Dimitri Vandenberg will get that one. Jason Lowe, Devon Peterson, another that could be a really interesting one. Gary Anderson, Mensah, Sulovic, Dyke, uh, Dyke Van Dergenbergen versus Adam Hunt and Glenn Durant versus Danny Baggish. That's the top half of the draw. That's going to be a tough one. I think Michael Van Gerwen, of course, will do very well. Joe Cullen not doing too bad so far. I just know he gets a bit nervous the, the further on in the tournament he gets. Dimitri Vandenberg playing absolutely fine form at the minute. And uh, Dirk van Dijgenburg, I think he's going to be one to watch. Peter Wright versus Gabriel Clements in the bottom half of the draw. That's going to be a tough one. Rancel doing very well. Gerwin Price should beat Brendan Dole and, and Jose D'Souza should carry on in fine form but I'm enjoying it Danny uh, I hope you're enjoying it as well if you are getting to catch the action because I know you get catch the action when I watch it and play it on the Playstation with you which is always fun yeah yeah oh yeah definitely uh, definitely hear it in the background but it yeah. doesn't annoy you at all does uh, it no no definitely not no I didn't think so I'm still going to go for Michael Van Gerwen to win it I think but I think Dimitri Vandenberg it's a very, very good shout. I think you said Michael Smith to win it, didn't you? 
no, going press, I think. Did you say going press? Oh, going press. Oh, when, when, when we did our um, thing, I think, didn't you go for going press or did you go for Van Gerwen? I, went, I think I went for going price, but yeah. I thought we'd both said it on here as well. Never mind, but Danny, I'm ready for two more quiz questions. Yeah. Uh, I reckon you, you've you got 50% chance on these. Okay. Is it because the true or false questions? Uh, no. Oh, that's uh, a shame. Basically, I'm giving you 0% for the first one, and I'm oh, going to okay. ask, and then 100% for the second one. Oh, okay, so that's So there, there we go. The first one, number nine, in WWE, <laughs> who became the first British Royal Rumble winner and then went on to become the first British WWE champion at WrestleMania? Oh, I think he's Scottish. Oh, very good. So you've got an idea then? Yeah, but I don't know his name. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to put something, something to do with Scotland. You're just going to pick a Scottish name? <laughs> Sweet. Is it his name or has he got a nickname? Can it be the name or the nickname? Um, I'll tell you what, if you, if you can give uh, give me the nickname okay. uh, of him or one of his nicknames. Okay. Then yeah, I'll give you it. Right, that's I can take that. Okay, number ten. Yeah, number ten. Saint Helens won the Super League Grand Final thanks to a last gasp try from which nineteen-year-old? Oh, yeah, I think I've got this one. I think I know. I think Andy will get this one. Um, yeah, I think I've got that one, Danny. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 obviously, we'll come back to it very shortly. The Kane Hall Sports Show on HWD Hospital Radio. But, Danny, I think it's that time. That time of year. Yeah. Every Christmas, it's been, you know, tradition now, seeing as though we've, it's only second year <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Tr- traditionally, we've done it once. <laughs> Andy's put um, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I, I wish, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's put Wellsby um, for his second one there. Um, anyway... It's a bit of a tradition now, let me and Danny get each other a Christmas present. What, what did you just What did you just do there? <laughs> what did you just write <laughs> after Andy put uh, put an answer in the chat box? I couldn't read my own writing. All oh, right, okay. I couldn't read my own writing. No, no, um, that's that's fine. So a bit of a tradition. So um, Danny, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you your present first. Right. And w- while you're opening it, yeah, I need you to. Uh, Explain to the listeners what you know, what you can feel, what you can see. You know, does it taste like anything? Does it smell like anything? Right. You know, because we are in the cat see, but no um, worries. That that's fine. You'll obviously have to do the same. I've got two oh. for you. Oh, I've got two to open. So should we do? You do one of mine. That, then I'll, I do yeah, yours. I'll and, do you first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you do me second. Naughty. Um, Pardon. So. Uh, it, it oh, should heavy, it, it should really be a sporting one, but it's not a sporting one. This one. To Kane, Merry Xmas from Danny. Thank you very much, Danny. No worries, mate. So it's oh, it's a lovely. It's like is that mistletoe? The, the, yeah. So mistletoe. You want to? We, we'll have to do. Well, we'll have to wait till next Christmas, won't we? Now. Well, yeah. For, for us to do it. So yeah, looks good. Unless we start living together. Well, there is yeah. that. If, if you're offering. <laughs> there you go. So as long as we're in the same bubble. Top speed of the world's fastest. Ooh. So it's orange. I've got an orange box, a rectangular box. Confident question mark. Curious questions. Outra- outrageous answers. So he's like, oh, this looks very awesome. So he's like a, a quiz game. You are more sure the more you score. Yeah. So it's it'll ask you a question 
Uh, I can't remember the one that's on so, the back. So, curious questions get everyone talking. Question, the bikini. In what year was it invented? Not the mankini. Confident? So, the answer board yeah. between 1940 and 19... Uh, so, so, that's what somebody had write in. So, okay. they'd say it was between 1920 and 1980. If they really don't know, just make it a big big one. But if somebody knows that it were, I don't know, 19... 1940s, they could, they could put 1940 to 1950. Yeah. Smallest one gets it. Uh, the reason why I've got you that though uh, is because of, you know, a long time ago when we used to do the quiz. Yes, I love the quiz. And you were basically, every question. <laughs> every question. You, you were taking a guess and we were saying, how confident are you? 100%. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll share you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely that. Uh, absolutely, hundred percent, definitely so, that. Yeah, that that's where that's come from. That's lovely, is that, mate? Thank you very much. I'm I'm really looking forward to playing that one. Yeah. I really am. Thank you very much. But Danny, Merry it Christmas to you mine. too. Just passing that one over to yeah, the other side. I'm just going to mute my mic while I uh, put nice. this in the bit. Uh, oh, uh, just a question. Uh, yep. Who wrapped it? I'm um, guessing it's not you. Yes, it was me. It was your mum, wasn't it? Or your sister? No. Nope. No? It was me. It was you? You wrapped this? I had a friend do it for me. You had a friend do it for yeah. you? Ah, okay. Fair enough. They, um, they hand sanitise the hands and everything. No, that's that's fine. So it's uh, all, it's it, all no, good. That's not why I'm asking. Why? Because it looks really neat? <laughs> because it looks good. <laughs> and you're saying I couldn't do something like that? Uh, yeah. That, that's understandable. Un unfortunately not in terms, of, uh, in terms of wrapping. That's fair. So it's, at this moment in time, when I shake it, it doesn't rattle. No. So it's it's something solid. Um, Could be. It definitely feels solid. Yeah. I think you did give me a hint about what it might yeah, be. Yeah, I think I did unfold. A while ago, yeah. which might have been a bit silly, but... Yeah, but... It, it, it doesn't matter, because I still don't know. Yeah, no. Um, I've managed to just take a side mm. off to keep it nice and neat. I've seen to open it the right way. Because it means there's, a, there's another little bit of surprise, because when oh, I turn this over... Oh, it's another... <laughs> it's just another part of the box. And on it, it says secret shirt. Oh, secret shirt. Yeah. I, I, I by the way, I have no idea. Oh, you don't know? I have no idea. Oh, so this could be any... Oh. This could be anything. Right. Oh, this is awesome. So you, it's like you're opening it as well, same yeah. time as me. Yeah, I, I have no idea, mate. How brilliant is it going to be if it's like... Uddersfield Town <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah. Kachunga Rompback or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. So you've opened the box. I've opened the box. Has it got little... Oh, right. It tells you which, which one it is. Okay. I wish I hadn't done that now, because I'd like to have guessed, but it looks nice. Does it? It's a nice colour. Is it an, oh, it's like a... It's light like blue turquoise. Aqua, aqua. Turquoise, yeah. Very... Eh, it's, it's smart, is that? No? I do smart. like that. It's lovely, is that? It looks very nice. Yeah. And so... Do you know the team? Is it Mains? Bang on, yeah, correct, mains. Yeah, I like that. I'm very impressed with that. That is, it's a it's a lovely shirt, like turquoise, light blue, it's yeah. it's a German team. Yeah. And basically, it's just a secret shirt, so I had no idea yeah. what Danny were going to get here. It's um, the, um, oh, I reckon, by looking at it. It's the away shirt. It's, it's the away shirt, I would say... Um, 2018 to 2019, I think. Could I, be. I think it's a recent one. Yeah, it's... I only know that because it's written on there. Don't just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to impress you, but yeah. Uh, FSV Main 05, Bundesliga 2018 to 2019 away. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed with that, mate. Good, um, I'm, I'm glad you enjoy it. I mean, to be honest, you know, 
I know you like your football shirts. I know you like loads of different ones. Yeah. And last year I did go all out and got you an absolutely stunning one. Yeah. And I just wanted to, I wanted something a bit different for yeah. you. I'll be honest time. with you. I, I really, I really like that idea. Um, of, of just like a random shirt in a box it's just brilliant isn't it I, I love it that's that's so, ace is that so we'll be keeping an eye on on mains yeah definitely so and i think one of the good things about mains is didn't, didn't uh, mr david wagner used to play for mains um, as well as jürgen I klopp believe so and david wagner you're a huge fan of and that's even better also lossel i think lossel were at mains as well at one yes point. i think he was yeah and i liked lossel when he was uh, was at huddersfield town yeah. so yeah definitely uh, definitely a good one there good oh they did well um and then the final present oh. is heavy. <laughs> oh, wait, it's heavy and all, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Oh. Oh, I really don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> it's heavy. It feels a bit like, um, I think it's a book. Right, okay. Well, have a look. I'm going to start opening it from top here. It's quite thin as well, but it's quite heavy. Again, more mistletoe on there. I think Danny's trying to tell me something. But that's fine. Hey, I'm, I'm up for it. Get rid of COVID and I'm up for it. <laughs> I like to just rip presents. So how many times have you wrapped this around? You wrapped it around like twice, are you? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a reason right. why I've done it twice. So I've done it once. I'm going to have to do it again here because I still can't, still can't see. Oh, hey, oh. There's a clue. I think it's... Is it a Formula One book? Oh, Bernie Eccleston. Wouldn't that be a surprise? Wouldn't that be a surprise? So that means, Danny... I can learn up a little bit more on my F1, so I haven't really seen anything else, so... Formula One, the champions, 70 years of legendary F1 drivers. Yeah. Thank you very much, mate. No worries. It's nice, isn't it, that? It's lovely, is that? Because, you know, obviously, you know, you talk about sport, you, you need to know about the history. This will be really useful. I mean, I'm dyslexic, yeah. so I can't read, but, you know, the pictures in here are fantastic. <laughs> no, honestly, mate, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a go on that one. Good. It looks stunning. It's a really good hard copy book. Um, looks full of quality there. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I, I, I was very happy when uh, when that turned up because I thought that, that's, a, that's a proper book. It is a proper like book. That. Nice, nice big book. It's lovely, is that? Plenty of words, but as you say, plenty of pictures plenty as well. Of pictures. You get to see the the cars and the drivers in uh, in the best. So, yeah, I uh, <laughs> to be fair, I bought two of them. I've kept one for my son. <laughs> I, I liked it so much. <laughs> I got one for my son as well. Love that. <laughs> uh, it's, it's brilliant. Is that? Thank you very much. Yeah, bud. thank, thank you, you ever so much for yours as well. I'm I'm really happy with that. You're very welcome. Shall we have the last two quiz questions? We can indeed. And um, then we can have a little jingle and maybe go through the answers, provided Andy brings them in in time. Yeah, definitely so. Let's do it. Um, I was expecting Mike Rob to be listening. Oh. Um, which is why I've gone for uh, for a cricket one in this one. Uh, so, number 11. Oh, Mike Rob's let us down. In cricket, Warwickshire's Ian Bell decided to retire this summer, but how many runs did he make in his final game against Glamorgan in the Bob Willis Trophy? Oh. Was it zero? Was it 38? Was it 57? Was it 90? Or was it 116? Oh, well, there's a few there, isn't there? Yeah, I've, I've decided to go for five answers. <laughs> yeah, five answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows? I know what I've gone for, but I think it's wrong. Anyway. Okay. Um, and then number 12. You were waiting for it, you wanted it. Which team spent the whole of 2020 as the Vivo Pro Kabaddi? Yay, there we go. Title holder after winning the final 
39 to 34 in October 2019. Oh, yes. So who is the current Pro Kabaddi champion? Danny says, uh, uh, Andy says 90 for that one, by the way. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, I think it's them. I think it's them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's them. Yeah, sound. <laughs> um, can you give Andy maybe three or four teams? I don't know if he can remember them all. Um, Bear in mind, we've got about two minutes. Yeah, there is... Oh, he's gone for Punjabi Pirates. Boom. He's gone for Punjabi Pirates. He can remember he them. He remembers. He's a, he likes Pirates, does Andy, so... There you go, the Punjabi Pirates. So, uh, thank you, Andy, for joining in. Of um, course. A full, uh, full round of answers there, which I'm very happy about. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time doing yeah. this this morning. <laughs> this morning, yeah. No, it's been good. No, I, I mean this morning at like midnight onwards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a text from you about 20 to 1. Um, <laughs> right, I'm going to play a jingle, Danny, and then we're going to go through these uh, quiz question answers, and then it's uh, nearly time for Santa Claus to come to town. The Kane Hall Sports Show with Kane and Danny. It's not all bulls. Right, quiz host. Yes. We've got all the answers in. Yeah. Let's go for it. So the first question, which European country was the only one still holding fixtures and admitting fans in April this year? The answer was, of course, Belarus. Belarus. So I knew well it. done, Andy. Well done, Andy. I'd gone Bulgaria. Uh, I, I, I knew it began with a bit. <laughs> uh, which, f uh, sorry, question number two. Which Don't footballer returned to his home country to complete military training as required by law? Hyung Everybody Son. knows it. Son. Hyungmin Son. Uh, just what a guy. Um, number three, which Formula One driver won their first ever race in 2020 at Monza in Italy, becoming the 109th different driver to win a Grand Prix? Pierre Gasly. I went Pierre Gasly. Uh, unfortunately, Andy, you were wrong this time, but uh, uh, Ali got it correct. Well done, Ali. Um, number four, on the 1st of January 2020, who became the World Darts champion? was, of course, Peter Wright. Peter Wright, right, right. Again, I believe both of you have got that Yes, correct. well done, Andy. Uh, number five, who won the US Open this year in the men's singles tennis event? I've gone for Tsonga. Oh, Joe Wilfred Tsonga? Yeah. Ooh, it wasn't. It did begin with T, though. It's Dominic Tiem. Oh, Dominic Tiem. Tiem, I think I've said that right. Should have known that. Number six, at the Best FIFA Football Awards 2020, who was announced as the best women's player? Lucy Bronze. Correct. Alex Scott has retired, Andy. Uh, Alex Come on. Scott is, yeah, as a commentator. Um, number seven, Lewis Hamilton won the BBC's Sports Personality of the Year, but which nominee requested to be taken off of the shortlist and then declared he asked his lawyers to send a letter to the BBC? Tyson uh, Fury. Tyson Fury. I don't know why he asked correct. the lawyers to send a letter to the BBC, though. Um, I'm not quite sure either. I think just him saying that he doesn't want to be on it should have uh, should have been enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it yeah, yeah. is. He's got plenty of money to do yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Which American football team won the Super Bowl against the San, Fran San Francisco 49ers by 31 to 20 after being 20 to 10 down at the beginning of the fourth quarter? Well, first of all, I put Green Day Packers and really it's too much. I think then I've put Carolina Panthers. Uh, what did you go for first? Green Bay Packers. All oh, right, okay. I thought you said Green Day. Oh, as in the band you. Green you Bay know. Packers <laughs> yeah <laughs> Green Bay um, but then I went for Carolina Panthers it's a, it's a nice answer I like that one New England Patriots by Andy but it wasn't either of them oh. it was the Kansas City Chiefs uh, that took oh. the Super Bowl this year and it began with year. a C and, uh, stupid spot uh, it begins with a K Kansas oh. 
Stupid <laughs> dyslexia. Uh, number nine in WWE. <laughs> I'm interested for your answer here. Oh, yeah. Who became the first British Royal Rumble winner and then went on to become the first British WWE champion at WrestleMania? And it wasn't Rowdy Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper, unfortunately. Um, I know he's a big he's a big ginger guy, isn't he? But I just put the Highlander. Big ginger. Oh. Um, oh, he's Irish. Isn't he's it? Irish. You're, you're thinking of Seamus. Ah, uh, I don't know. I just put the Highlander. Uh, when you said the um, Scottish guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. When you said you were going to do the nickname, his nickname was the Scottish Psychopath. Oh. Um, or that—that that was at least what he was known as when he was a bad guy. Oh. Okay. Um, and his name is Drew McIntyre. Oh, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, Drew. Ah, Drew. Yeah, no idea. Uh, number ten. Saint Helens won the Super League Grand Final thanks to a last last gasp try from which nineteen-year-old? Uh, Jake Wellsby. Uh, Jack Wellsby is what I've got. Oh, Jack Wellsby. I'll give you it though. Oh, thank you. I'll give you it for Wellsby. Yeah. I um, mean, to be fair, Andy didn't put a first name, he just put Wellsby. Yeah. But, like, you overcommitted and got it wrong, whereas. All right, Wellsby. all right. Come on, at least I committed <laughs> to it. You've got it, you've got I it. I committed got it. It's to fine. it. Uh, in the cricket. Um, Oh, sorry, number 11. In cricket, Warwickshire's Ian Bell decided to retire this summer, but how many runs does he make in his final game against Glamorgan in the Bob Willis Trophy? Zero. Zero is incorrect. Damn. 38 is incorrect. 57 is incorrect. 90 is correct. And Andy oh. has got that right, uh, which also means 116 is also incorrect. Oh, no. Moving on to the headline <laughs> which team spent the whole yeah, of 2020 headline. as the Viva Pro Cavadi title holder after winning the final 39-34 to 34 in October 2019 I've gone New Delhi you've gone for New Delhi um, no and they went Punjabi Pirates I think the Punjabi Pirates they've won three but they didn't win it in October oh. 2019 it was Bengal Warriors Bengal Warriors should have known. Yeah, who beat Debang Delhi. Debang Delhi. They might have That's, team. It. That's your that. team, That's yeah. That's my team, yeah. Yeah, Debang Delhi is who they oh. beat, so they made it to the final. Well, um, I got six. You've got six. One, two, three, four, five, six for Andy as well. Oh, we haven't we got a tiebreaker? And, uh, I mean, we don't have time I, for a tiebreaker, I, but have we got one? I, Ali got one. <laughs> Ali got one. Well, well done, Ali. Have we got a quick tiebreaker? I, I got ten. Oh, well done. Um, a tiebreaker. Have you got a quick one on top of your head? Uh, no. Um, no. That's fine. Oh, there, there were a question I was going to put in, but I can't remember it. Oh, what were I looking at yesterday? Um, I mean, we've overrun by three minutes, so I'm not right bothered. Uh, it's Christmas. I can't remember. It's fine. The, the, the only other question that I thought has this. Well, I'll, I'll say it, but you and Andy will both get it right. Go on. Which player won the Puskas Award this year? Young Winson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put that in as well, so you'd think, well, hold on, it can't, can't be the same answer for two questions, the same one. But no, you definitely would have got that, would have gotten both. Uh, so we have a tie. Um, Kane and Andy, well done. You both get, um, yeah, six out of ten. Um, <laughs> yeah, it goes to six. You get a very merry Christmas. I think that's what's, uh, yeah. that's what's saying. I mean, as, as a prize, obviously I didn't bring one. Maybe when COVID's over, you might get a high five off me each. Maybe. I tell you what, we have run so much over time, but I've enjoyed it. It's been Christmas. Christmas special for the Kano Sport Show. Ali, Andy, Helen, have a wonderful Christmas, and anybody else that's listening. Danny, thank you very much for your Christmas presents. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year to you as well. Everyone who is in hospital as well, have a wonderful day.